Good morning, comrades. You are listening to WHIVLP New Orleans 102.3. This is your weekly Good Morning Comrade. I am actually in New Orleans. That's, Get that. That's a first. I'm, I'm, I'm recording from my mom's house. It's not a first. It's been a, it's been a while, though. <laughs> um, but, like, yeah, I'm just like, it's good to be kind of hanging. I'm here in town for Thanksgiving, uh, stuff like that. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, man, and then you're like booking out of here tomorrow, so we're recording a little bit early this yeah. week. So uh, you're heading out to where? Tampa, unfortunately. Tampa. That's where all my oh. family is. Exciting. Tampa is so exciting. Oh, it sucks. It sucks <laughs> time. Like, it, it get you know. get you a turkey avocado wrap while you're down there. I mean, that's not um, that's not saying anything to because we, we do have like there's there's a really good DSA chapter. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there are cool people um, ri- that like it's, I don't know. It's almost a lost cause. Uh, they have a city council. Overrun. Oh yeah, we got a city council DSA. member, Richie That's Floyd. Right. Uh, been is that St. Tried... Pete or is it Tampa? I think uh, it's St. Pete. Pinellas. Yeah, that's not I Tampa. What... Okay. I think it's. I think he's saying. I think he's on the St. Pete City Council. Okay. Well, um, that's that's where I'm right from. There, right? Actually, is St. Petersburg. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but St. Petersburg. Yeah. So I mean, that is a really good thing, like to kind of go into the politics of that region. Um so tampa sucks it's always sucked um saint pete sucks a lot less mm-hmm. uh, because it was gentrified by um by the gays i'm not even i'm just just a state of fact i'm not trying to be cute or funny um mm-hmm. and but now it's just it's like a liberal stronghold mm-hmm. um and but, the hell that is florida yeah but it's it's liberal at best it's definitely not leftist mm-hmm. yeah just like miami same thing yeah, but Miami has a lot of conservatives, dude. Yeah, a lot and, of Cubans, right? A lot, yeah, um, a lot. Yeah, Miami's Miami's different. Like St. Pete, because it's so queer. St. Petersburg is so queer. Like they have liberals, but it's like yeah. it's 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 you know it's liberals in the management class, so they kind yeah. of suck. <laughs> they suck a lot, actually. Yeah. They don't kind of suck. They suck a lot. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, well, um, enjoy your, you know, trip, safe travels, have a good time oh, yes. over there. Um, but yeah, I know. But yeah, it is, it is well, actually as a recording, it's Wednesday, so before Thanksgiving, so it's not even that early. Um, for for us, but but yeah, I just wanted to kind of get in here, touch base, especially about uh, what's going on. Um, I mean, the thing that's been on my mind this week, probably more than anything, is that uh, what we've seen in this, you know, this war in Palestine, this slaughter, and calling it a war is actually wrong, because, like, that would require two states, and, uh, well, part of the reason that Palestine in, is in the situation that it's in is because there has been no opportunity for Palestine to even become a state, and it's just, like, dropping the state of Israel right in the middle of it, and just, like, not giving anybody any rights in, you know, that were there, that were there prior, right? And that's just, like... It's straight up settled or colonialism, like we've seen. Yeah, I mean, to quote Michael Brooks, everything you say is right, but to quote Michael Brooks, mm-hmm. it's not that. It's not that complicated. It's not complicated. It's a, it's a, it's an open air prison, mm-hmm. where you know, concentration um, camp, yeah. it's a concentration camp where Israel controls how much you know water, electricity, internet. They control the shoreline. They control. They control all borders except for um, the Rafa crossing. You can you can leave through Rafa, but you can't come back. Um, Cause that's the whole plan is ethnic cleansing. Um, they control how no many right calories the average. Uh, yeah. Cause you don't get a passport. If you live in mm-hmm. Palestine, you're not getting a Gaza or the West bank. You don't even get a passport. Mm-hmm. Um, 
yeah, and they control how many they control calories food. Palestinian eat. Yeah, yeah. On, on a daily basis. The water, which is like ninety percent, it was like ninety percent of the water in, in in Palestine and Gaza specifically, poison is toxic and undrinkable. Yeah. Um, and there's no like, what was it? I think it was. I'm thinking probably like the the like prior to Oslo or something like that. There was like the Palestinian like. Group, I think it was either Fatah or one of the other ones. They like had to beg Israel to like get the materials to build a port. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, like those kinds of things. Yeah, exactly. Um, and and you know they actually don't allow things like concrete and nope. any kind of building materials in to Gaza either because the sort of like justification for that is that the that that uh, by 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 the Israel who controls all borders around. Uh, around there like we mentioned earlier other than the one that, the, the, the one that you mentioned um because the, justific- the justification is that like yeah the rafa the rafa crossing but like the, the the justification for like not allowing that even have like materials to build homes is mm. that like oh those materials are gonna go to hamas and gonna create rockets but they're making rockets anyway like it doesn't matter yeah those it's rockets are anything yeah exactly those the, that's the thing that that's a great a point about not stopping mm-hmm. anything mm-hmm. i mean as somebody who I've taken the um, correspondence course on um, Gaza slash West Bank, because West Bank's a different deal. They have the Benin Battalion. I know I said that wrong, but like Hamas, like guerrilla tactics, like you're not stopping anything. Like they're going, stuff is flowing through those tunnels through Egypt back and forth. Yeah. And the thing is, that's that's kind of hilarious. Like breaking news as of a couple hours ago, as uh, on today, uh, Wednesday the twenty second. Have you seen that? Um, uh, so we've gone from. Let me let me back up. So we've gone from we have to bomb the hospital Al Shifa and siege it because uh, Hamas has a XCOM enemy unknown um, yeah. technodrome underneath the hospital. Uh, it's like where all of their operations are like being yeah based it's it's how they get it's how they get stuff into gaza through dimension the, the the portal through dimension x it's um, it's uh Kang it's, and it's, it's comes H- through it's hq for like all it's like 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 the home base for all of uh hamas right They're supposed to be under this one hospital is why they had to bomb it tell me what happened What's so we haven't so when i say we i mean the idf so we haven't found that but we oh. did find a tunnel next to al shifa uh, we went down to the tunnel next to Al Shifa. There was the the portion that looked like it was built by the Israelis because the Israelis have built tunnels, um, and they're on record of saying this. Um, Amanpour on CNN just had like the old prime minister on um, on our show talking about yeah we built tunnels underneath uh, the hospital so that way you could move stuff underneath hospitals like that's completely normal. Yeah, and so she's like, what that. Every uh, hospital on earth has that. Right. So they um they found that. They found that Israel's found the tunnel that Israel built. And then they went through the What blast. a revelation. I know. <laughs> that they already knew they were there because they built it. This is this is it's giving very much um oh Saddam Hussein has weapons of mass destruction. He has all kinds of sarin and nerve gas and mustard gas. Yeah, because we sold it to him. That's how we know. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not an intelligence breakthrough. We just had the receipts. Yes, yeah. Um, it's giving those vibes. But uh, mm-hmm. so they went through the blast door as of a couple hours ago, and they found uh, a legit Hamas tunnel because you can tell it's not it's not a normal hospital service tunnel. 
It's, okay. you know, made so one, it's made to be a bottleneck. So if you have to fight in there, you're not fighting more than one person at a time. Mm -hmm. um, very Viet Cong-ish. Mm -hmm. And you could tell it is a Hamas tunnel, but wouldn't you know it, that those sneaky, and this is according to the IDF, it, it's, I can't believe they're even putting the, um, this is a list guy still on TV. That's crazy. Who's this? Who's this you haven't guy? seen Tell the me. guy who's like, this is a garden for our, list? For, for our audience. Oh, it's the, I don't know his name, but it's the guy that everybody's memeing on, everybody's making fun mm -hmm. of, to be like, oh, this is a list. It's the, mm -hmm. It shows the, the, the terrorist uh, watch list for all the um, the hostages. And it's simple. Mm -hmm. It's literally just something somebody scrawled that put the days of the week on it, like a, yeah. like a handwritten calendar. It's the um, phone book. He's holding up the phone book. Right. So they got that guy, <laughs> that guy to go through into the Hamas tunnels. And when you know it, Hamas is so sneaky and dastardly. One, the tunnel's completely empty. And this wow. is according to the IDF. Now, this isn't me like in, in um, making stuff, not making stuff up, but like implying things. This is his yeah. words. I'm paraphrasing, obviously. But, you know, um, the tunnel is completely empty. They must have known we were coming. They packed up everything. Plus, it looks like it hasn't been used in months. Plus, they sealed the entrance so it's not even usable. So the they tunnel doesn't even it doesn't even lead to anywhere. So they that's must have knew everything that was going to happen months prior to October seventh. Obviously, like, so that's smart. Again, uh, war crime one hundred and one. Uh, that is a war crime when you uh, the hot, it does it wouldn't matter again going back to my facetiousness if the technodrome yeah. was under Al Shifa Hospital, um, the hospital <laughs> itself does not lose protection. That's don't yeah. argue with me, argue with the go to New York and argue with the United Nations. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not the one. I don't make the rules out here. But mm -hmm. so, but I think bomb, not bombing a hospital. Just for the record, not bombing a hospital is a pretty good rule for the most part. I mean, like I don't know, I can't think of any any many situations where bombing a hospital would be a good thing. So no, just throwing that out there. I mean, so just a, a little bit of insight. Like the I've actually been reading a lot of UN like resolutions um, and mm -hmm. Geneva Convention stuff. So the only way that the hospital could you could lose its protection. I used to, I thought, you know, um, they'd have to be taking fire from the hospital. That's not even true. Um, it's not that you're taking fire from a hospital. There has to, you have to have proof that significant military hardware is being moved through the hospital. We're talking tanks. We're talking armor. We're talking that kind of thing. Not it, not AK-47s and a couple grenades. Like that's it has not, to be an actual war asset. Yeah, it literally like, it says if the the UN literally says if small arms are inside the hospital, it does not lose its protection. Well, yeah, that, the, of the course not. Way. Like if you, if somebody's got a handgun or whatever, and somebody tries to rob the hospital, security can, yeah. I mean, like supposedly like have ways to, to recourse it or pepper spray or whatever. You know, like that's, well, I that's, think that's why that's, that's written. In, in you know in normal symmetrical warfare if you know if somebody gets wounded in a in a gun battle you take them to the hospital they've got all their yeah. their kit on them the opposing army can't say oh the hospital's now a military target because you've got wounded <laughs> soldiers in there who yeah. have grenades and guns on them like oh, so that man. yeah the hospital does not lose its protection so it doesn't matter but i think the thing that's getting buried uh that's not being um really talked about yet and hopefully some journo with like hopefully it's jake tapper or somebody like that <laughs> some, but hopefully some, some yeah some journo with a reach that you know 
normies listen to is that this man is inside the tunnels after he's inside the and we'll just call it it's not under the hospital it's to the side of the hospital but let's for for working sake just call it the al shifa hospital hamas tunnel he's underneath that he's inside the hospital um hamas al shifa hospital hamas tunnel after the hospital's been sieged you've had you know the amount of um the the amount of what's the tonnage of bombs is is more than uh, the bombs we dropped on Hiroshima and Nagasaki uh, in World War II. You've had more than and that. And it's just like a tiny little strip of land. Like, Gaza Correct. is not big. It's 100 miles. <laughs> it's, it's like 100 and something miles long. And it's and extremely like densely away. populated. There's like 2.2 million people that lived there prior to all of this stuff. So, like, if you're bomb, if you're dropping those bombs, you're hitting lots of people. Like, I, I tend to think that the, what, it's like the, like the casual, the official casualty number is like 1,400 or yeah. something like that. 14,000, I'm sorry. And it's like, that seems really low, considering how densely populated these places are and how much bombing is happening in Gaza. You know what I mean? Well, here's the thing is that my point is that you've dropped all those bombs. You've killed all those people. You devastated Gaza. Gaza is just, it's a nightmare. It looks like something out of a, it looks like somebody tried to make like a paintball course you know what i mean like i don't mean to be flippant but like somebody tried to like hey let's make like a bur- it looks like a video game level mm-hmm. they've just like burnt out bombed out just completely depleted completely just one of those like post like the the post-apocalyptic like movies that like yeah, you know yeah. the, the, the society got destroyed and it's like something that would be trash. filmed at like new orleans six flags yeah you know? like, <laughs> like that's where it would be filmed and so you've done all that and this man is inside the Al Shifa Hospital Hamas tunnel. That tunnel is pristine. Yeah. That tunnel is immaculate. So all this death, all this bombing, you knew where the thing that you claim that you're trying to get at, completely untouched. Yeah. So like, there's no justification for this. Mm-hmm. I got under no. you know like I, it's, it would still be a war crime and it would still be terrible but if they were like yeah look like we bomb we bombed the hell out of this hospital and we did find where a tunnel used to be but like our bombs completely like have obliterated it and this is all that's left of it I'd be like yeah it's still war crime but okay I mean I guess like the the cover story that you're using to justify yeah. genocide at least like, like okay at least that makes sense you're inside the thing and it's like you can eat off the floor. Yeah. And you're that's telling crazy me thing. that you're bombing people to get to that thing. That's insane. You got to the empty tunnel. And and it, the crazy thing to me is that they're not even coming up with a good cut. Co- like you mentioned, they're not like how how can they not just like make something up? How can oh, they not they're, just like they're, they're, their propaganda is, is it's so awful. Bad. It's comical. <laughs> yeah, it's incredible like how this keeps happening and how we keep like seeing how it's like, like all it's like of these Iraq level it's Iraq levels of, of, um, it's, it's yeah, Iraq uh, levels like of, it, um, propaganda. Remember like Baghdad Bob, like yeah. that poor guy that used to come out and be like, oh yeah, it's, it's great over here. Like that is, that, but, that's like, what the they're trying time, to pull. And at the same time, like, this is something that's happened. How many, two decades after Iraq? Like you would think that you would know that like figured it out. Like how did we better at propaganda since, but no, it's worse. But they've just gotten. I think. I think it's a. I think it's a combination of um, racist hubris, mm-hmm. plus like they have. 
like the state of Israel has like Nazi-esque hubris to where they're just mm -hmm. like, you know, uh, we are the chosen people. Like we can do whatever we want. Nothing's going to stop us. Um, you know, we can pull whatever wool over the eyes of people that we have to. Plus, like they've never been challenged like this. So they're like propaganda game is so weak. Yeah, and plus like they're 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 always enabled by the United States, who just like doesn't they? I mean, they do their own propaganda game here, but like that doesn't matter quite so much as the like muscle that that provides that gives Israel cover to do all this stuff, which we talked about last time. Yeah. <laughs> and let me tell you, like talking about propaganda and talk about like trying to hide the ball. Um, I, I tell you right now, like I am on I am on those weird. Um, telegram channels that are gonna eventually get me put in the whatever the guantanamo oh, guantanamo, guantanamo still open i don't know I, I mean it'll probably get me put in like um what's that what's that place the the clean version of hell where they send everybody you can't escape from purgatory no 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 um it's in colorado it's um <laughs> fdx florence it's the supermax so they're probably gonna get oh, okay. me put in like florence supermax um but okay. whatever it is what it is um but yeah like let me tell you what, uh, the IDF, like, don't believe the funk. They are faking the funk. They are getting worked. Mm -hmm. They are getting run out there. Because um, every time I turn on my phone, it's just it's just guys just cracking open three and a half million dollar Merkava tanks with eight, like their like their tuna cans. Like an egg. With, <laughs> with eighty with $80 um, yeah, $80 homemade tandem tandem RPG rounds. And I don't want to hear all that about how they're, um, they're oh, that's the trophy system going off. Nobody, nobody. Trophy you system? see, well, you know, that, okay. So what a trophy system, I'm going to get real nerd geek on you, real like war geek. So oh, what a trophy that's, system that's, uh, is, everything. what a trophy system is, it's this little pod of like projectiles. Think about it like an autonomous shotgun. I know, like, if there's some kind of war nerd who's nerdier than I am, I'm probably describing this all wrong, but whatever. Think about it as, like, an autonomous shotgun. And what it does is it shoots out projectiles um, that will uh, make contact with anything that's coming, a projectile that's coming to, uh, at a at a tank or anything, like a, like a rocket or a, a, a drone that drops a bomb or a, a missile. It will it will intercept it beforehand, uh, pretty close range too. So that's why that's another reason, because the IDF wants to keep the casualties down. They you haven't seen because when you roll tanks into urban warfare, you you really need to have troop support. But one, they want to keep the um, they want to keep the casualties down because mm -hmm. this, this is obviously guerrilla warfare. Uh, there is a limit to Israeli casualties that they can accept. That uh, until it becomes untenable, and you know, just like in Vietnam, here in the United States, but they don't want those troops next to the tanks because if it, if an RPG gets fired at it and a trophy system goes off, it'll it'll kill those troops too. It'll just yeah. blow up everything. Um, so that's the secondary reason. So that's what a trophy so, so system there, is. Just another way to, to describe it, just to, to to put it in a little bit less. It's an iron dome for 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 small things. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, but, but like, I'm just sort of like, like reset it a little bit and say like, when, when you mentioned that you need like infantry support, you need soldiers who are on the ground mm -hmm. in support of tanks because... Because the tank has no visibility. You gotta understand. Yeah, you like, can't see anything. A tanker has zero visibility. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's not zero, obviously, but it's, it's so it's limited. It's very, so very limited. limited to where mm-hmm. if you've seen these videos, you've seen these guys are literally walking up to these tanks mm-hmm. and they're just like exploding uh, RPG rounds on the, they're putting it on the tank, pulling the pin Run and away. running. And <laughs> so like, that's, you can, the only way you can do that when you don't have any ground support and they are they are they are dropping these tanks. I mean, and the thing about a tank is because it's such a beast, it's such an unwieldy beast. You don't need a catastrophic kill. Like you don't need a. Um, you just need to disable it. Yeah, yeah. You just need to hit the treads. Really. Mm-hmm. Once you hit the treads, that's it. Now you've got a three and a half million dollar piece of junk mm-hmm. that that is that can't do don't anything. move, and it's heavy, yeah. and you can't you can't get it out of there without like like heavy machinery yeah. you need to get like uh, tractors and cranes and those and guys are so close when they are because mm-hmm. they're coming out of holes and coming out of doors and windows and shooting mm-hmm. rpgs off that it's too close to the trophy system to go off mm-hmm. and even if it is the trophy system sits on top it sits high mm-hmm. they're going if you look at some of these shots a lot of most of these shots they're going low so they're going yeah. under the trophy system and they're they're hitting tread at minimum they're hitting tread if not catastrophically killing the tank. Yeah. But, but we're I getting mean, we're getting no actual information about like what's actually going on there. But no. that's, that's wild. <laughs> um and that's in another thing it, to back up like what I'm saying and what I'm seeing, what's being put out there is that Israel was supposed to sell um a bunch of Merka- old, like older Merkava tanks that they had. I think like version they're on like Gen four, I think like Gen threes that they still have mm-hmm. to I wanna say I can't think of who they were supposed to sell them to. Let's see here. Um, Cause I just, I don't, I want to get this right. Um, Cause mm-hmm. I don't want to talk out of my butt here. Israel <laughs> sell tanks canceled. And watch it be like that. It's been debunked. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Anyway. Yeah. The, so Israel, the... I found it. Um, Israel mm-hmm. uh, cancel sale of Makava tanks. Who were they supposed to sell to? Uh, Must be like the Saudis. <laughs> Something like that. Let's see. Well, they were going to sell them, but the thing is, they they mm-hmm. canceled that sale, so I don't have to read because this they need them. Yeah, they need them. Yeah, they and they wouldn't be doing that if they weren't getting absolutely worked. Yeah, um, they're losing material. Maybe not. Maybe not so many lives, but definitely yeah. a lot of material. And the reason, and the reason why, you know, I'm so much more willing to believe, um, the. Hamas slash resistance network posts that they're putting up is because they don't hide their losses. Like mm-hmm. if, you know, if a bunch of guys get killed in an airstrike, like I'm reading one right now, it's just like, you know, uh, 20 people, you know, 20, 20 brave fighters were martyred by an occupation airstrike. Here are their names. Like here are their mm-hmm. pictures. Like this is what, so they don't hide their losses. Mm-hmm. Uh, Israel's definitely hiding their losses. Um, I mean, the amount of people, I have no idea. Uh, the amount of IDF soldiers, I have no idea what's happening. But the amount of tanks they're losing and armor mm-hmm. they're losing is, it's, it's. I don't see how it's sustainable for them. They, yeah. they are definitely losing. Uh, don't let's don't get it. I mean, they're losing on all fronts. They're losing the propaganda war. Um, they're losing, they're losing um, confidence with people in inside of their own citizens inside of Israel. Um, they're. They're losing. I mean, they're they're losing the war on the ground. All they can do is bomb civilians. Military yeah. targets are not being affected by this bombing campaign, yeah, which is, I saw. Mm-hmm. you know, it's it's gross. Uh, it's gross that all these people are dying. But yeah, again, they're Israel's objective is genocide. 
they don't really yeah. care. They're like, we'll kill, we want to kill, we'll kill whoever we can kill. And then, you know, we'll, we'll sort it out later. Um, yeah. There was um, a little bit more of a little, a cracking in the dam, at least in the Congress front, as far as uh, people who are calling for uh, ceasefires as well. Still no Bernie Sanders, by the way. Garbage. But I think uh, like Jeff Merkley from Oregon or one yeah, of those guys. That. Um, which is like kind of a little bit of a surprise and you know hopefully that could I mean look I don't think Congress is gonna like that's the only way it's going to stop I think and like there's so many like Biden heads right now they're just like lining up behind him and they will like for some reason now more than ever like liberals are like willing to die for Biden it's so and like wild. they're willing they're willing to like die for Biden while just like all support for biden just goes just vanishes like it's so the coalition wild. that made him president the, the 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 you know the lefties and the palestinians and like all the people who don't want war um who supported him essentially like like the way that the folk blue no matter who democrats are um just sort of like coming at this and not only are they um not only are they like being like extremely like dismissive like like it's basically not not acknowledging biden's like influence in the conflict which i think is actually pretty paramount but they're also like saying that well you know this is the most important election of our lives coming up what do you right. want trump again and like the the sort of like easy right. response is like hey um don't blow up your coalition if you're so worried about Trump. Like that's the exactly. thing that like, is crazy to me because like if you want to win and like I don't think anybody wants like I don't think anybody like at least like not people that are like you know anti-war like actually care about people or like want to want to um you know want to actually advance society and make it a better place. Like most of those people don't want Trump again, but like also at the same time like, what are you doing? You're not giving us any. I just options. don't understand like, how could that be... could be. Yeah, like, like I'm not all you. of the agency, all of the agency is on like individual voters who like exactly. will or were won't like line up behind this like like government that's like backing a genocide right now, and like it's your fault if you don't support that, and like it's your fault if like you get another round of Trump because of that, and it's just like it's just like and then they're also i mean this is what this is why they're doing it they're they're planning to um they're planning to do the thing that they always do the democrats when they lose an election which is like blame the left blame and the blame palestinians and blame yep. voters and blame whatever because that's their justification for staying in place because they can't be they can't fail ever it's impossible for like a democrat leadership to fail they can only be failed by the stupid masses that don't know that what's good for them and like, the they thing. don't know that it's smart to vote for democrats and it's bad to vote republicans or whatever they don't make it clear enough though i mean we've heard this same argument mm -hmm. every every federal election is the all over an election again. of our lives mm -hmm. and it's it's something i've never been able to understand even when i've like made that argument to people uh, mm -hmm. in good faith you know to come out and vote but it's just like how can you can never i don't understand I mean, I do understand how they do it, but blaming the electorate is is something that only plays in like democratic politics. Like it doesn't mm -hmm. play anywhere else in the actual real physical material world. Like if I, 
I've had sales jobs before. If I have a quota that I have to hit to get my commission and I, and I miss it, I don't get to be like, well, my, all my customers were just stupid. Mm-hmm. Like they were just dumb customers. I got all the dumb customers and they didn't know any better. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a salesman. My job is to convince people to buy a product. That's what the mm-hmm. democratic, they are a political party. They are salesmen. They are, they have failed at their job. There's nothing to vote for only and, things and, to vote against. And not only and that, even that, even the vote against is not even like mm-hmm. I'm, we're, I'm supposed to vote for a party that's doing the thing that they're telling me the other guys will do <laughs> if I don't vote for them. How on God's green earth does this make any sense? Yeah. It's so lunacy. like Biden, so like they're complaining or they're saying that like, oh yeah, if you, you think that Trump cares about Palestinians or whatever, like you, you know what Trump would hypothetically do if he gets elected. And it's like, my brother in Christ, you're literally doing that stuff doing that you're like thing. saying that they're going to be doing right now. What are you yeah. doing? What's happening? What's he going to do? Like, Necromancy it, on the Palestinians, bring them yeah. back to life and kill them again. What's yeah. He it's do? just like, like, so, and I hate to use the term gaslighting because it's so overused, but it's like one of these sorts of things where it's, where it's just like straight up lying to your face. Yeah. It's a like lie. It's not you. gaslighting, but yeah. yeah, it's just like straight up telling you like, Hey, uh i don't know it, it, it's 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 really really like it's really really frustrating and it's really disgusting obviously because um you know the, the way that these things work out is like hey i mean again remember in 2020 mm-hmm. 2020 um in, in the last election like biden was literally on um uh, like talking to a group of his donors and he said nothing is going to fundamentally change, change which is like literally like hey dude aren't you trying to be an alternative to the other guys like do you think that just maintaining the status quo forever that has just these incredibly high levels of inequality that are just never before seen in human history war like ravaging gaza right now war happening in in uh ukraine right now war happening everywhere like the fact that the climate is like prepared like getting ready to just cook us all like we're just going to be broiled on our on the you know on the planet that we live on and like the the approach that you're going to take is like how do we just need to keep doing what we're doing we need to keep like steady keep keep it steady and they're not even doing that they're i mean there are some things like obviously that have come through the Biden administration specifically on points of labor and stuff like that. But it's like nothing that can't be immediately rolled back by another another president as they come in. But like also like, OK, I am worried about that stuff. So if Joe Biden backs genocide, he blows up his coalition. First off, backing genocide is immoral. But also he blows up the coalition. Trump gets reelected or whatever Republican it is. And then they just roll back like the NLRB and like labor law to the stone age. Well, I guess I'm screwed too. And it's not my fault that you backed the genocide. You did that. Yeah. If, if Trump gets reelected, I'd be doing the same things I'm doing right now, except I Mm -hmm. wouldn't be getting chastised by resistance libs. Yeah, they'd be so, on your side. They'd be like, oh, yes, well, definitely. We would never do that. Right. <laughs> this I mean, is why we need only, Democrats elected. I don't know if I've said this on, on our show, but I definitely said this on other people's shows that I've been on. Um, the only argument is to for voting for Biden um, at this point is that with the Democrats in charge, it doesn't give them cover. 
Uh, yeah. I can't, I'm not going to get uh, fundraising emails from Nancy Pelosi saying, will you please give me $20 to stop the murder of, of, yeah. of God, uh, Palestinians. God, so children. Yeah. that's the only argument that makes any sense to me, but I'll be uh, damned if I tell an Arab or Muslim that yeah. I'm definitely not doing that. Like, you, yeah. like Joe Biden can go do that, but I'm not mm -hmm. doing any more labor for this party for free. I have, Jeff, and I mean this, like, I'm still going to vote. I didn't vote in our, I didn't vote in our last election here in the state because I just didn't care. Um, mm -hmm. But I'm still going to well, vote. Louisiana still... Democrats, the Louisiana Democrats are a disaster. We talked about that. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah, I'm not going to do that. But mm -hmm. I'm not going to waste my time with that. But mm -hmm. the thing is, like, I'm still going to vote. I'm still going to be politically active. But I am, I've crossed the line personally. I, I'm embracing <laughs> accelerationism as insane as it is. I'm not, I mean, you're laughing like you can't see us talking right now but like jeff is laughing like i'm not joking and the reason why is because what other choices do i have I have well that's no exactly what i'm saying I that's exactly what i'm getting at yeah. yeah you don't have a choice because like they're like again the in louisiana like literally there was no choice like the republicans were going to win in louisiana because the democrats didn't run enough people to even contend for a majority they didn't run on an agenda that anybody cared about and i mean there's a lot on the table i mean abortion hello um yeah. but like that but then they also not only did they not run enough people and i've said this time and time again on the on the on the show like they spent time, energy, resources, and money uh, to run against Mandy Landry in their district. It's, it's like, I, I mean, like, it's just these, 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 I mean, you don't even want to call them losers because they're not trying to win. They're not trying to do anything. They're, they're, I mean, they're not even controlled opposition. They're just like a, a, a freaking cancer that exists on the body politic well it's what we've always said it feels like we're saying the same things over and over again but it's like you know to quote milton from paradise lost the democratic party rather uh reign they rather reign in hell than serve in heaven mm -hmm. and so they this is how they like it they like it mm -hmm. they they don't want to govern they want to be the they i i feel this about both parties both parties don't want to govern they both want to be the resistance party mm -hmm. They, um, well, they both they both want, and I don't want to be like, oh, the duopoly or whatever, anything like that. But like, there there is a certain range of status quo that both of the parties, at least how they're currently how they currently function, they're they're not going to go outside of it. And like the rhetoric, mm -hmm. they can say whatever they want. But like, I mean, there has been a bipartisan foreign policy consensus in this country since Vietnam, right? There's been right. like it's been, I mean, prior to that even, but like the way the, when it was really sort of solidified was like it under Carter in the 1970s. The economic system, neoliberalism, has been a consensus between the Democrats and the Republicans since the 1970s. Since, I mean, since really, I guess maybe more like the, yeah, well, actually since Carter. <laughs> There's a lot to draw back specifically to Jimmy Carter. And like, I know like a lot of like people, like Republicans, um, you know, like to talk about, well, he was the most ineffective president ever. My brother in Christ, he was the like he was the perfect embodiment and the perfect gateway to neoliberalism, because mm -hmm. to, to to have this, um, I mean, if you remember when they had the um the the energy crisis because they uh because of you know we we got decided hey let's get Dude, a I was like the run two. And, I don't yeah. remember. <laughs> well, but I mean, if you read if you read your history books or whatever, yeah, okay. like the solution by Carter wasn't to like 
um, subsidize the, or you know, subsidize the industry in a way that like for consumers to, to subsidize energy for consumers. It was like, oh, leave your heater off and put on a sweater. You know what I mean? Like it's an individual response effort. to it, yeah. an individual effort. Yeah, and 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 that sort of like became the, I mean, at least for the at least for the Democrats, the and I mean obviously I mean I think the Republicans too because I mean there's no being. When you when you look at Reagan, he just slammed his foot on the accelerator <laughs> for that Absolutely. more than anybody, and um and really set the trajectory for where we're at. But I mean, that's just like another example of like while these so two like positioned foes, like these two stated like like alternatives, these two pathways that the country could potentially go down or whatever, the two choices, Coke or Pepsi, um, they they don't not only do they like function even if they're not doing it intentionally like i'm not trying to say like the new world order or whatever but like they act in their own class interest in the interests of the, the ruling class and the capitalist class yeah absolutely straight up and also um even more like materially than that i would say on a personal level my uh my actual allies you know um arabs and muslims have have made an ask and I know my vote doesn't count here in Louisiana in a federal election, but right. you know, I'm in this time, I'm going to honor that ask. Um, because like I said, I, I mean, it makes it easier because I really don't have a choice. Like I, when I say I living here in Louisiana, but like people who are just like, they don't have, there's nothing to vote for only things to potentially vote against. Like, yeah. I don't like the president doesn't even have a campaign. Like he doesn't have a, there's no platform, there's no nothing. So I don't under, unless they are purposely trying to tank this thing because they don't want to govern. And like Nancy Pelosi said, you know, I, we love Trump because Trump is great to fundraise um, against. Then Which is I'm going to help, I'm going to help them do that. How about that? I'm going to yeah. help them get what they want. You know, and, and then. And another thing, like, even on top of that, I just want to, I pulled up a political article, a Politico article. I don't know if you've read, read this, and I won't read the whole thing to you, but the part that made me, like, I'm broken. I'm broken. I have crossed whatever Rubicon, and I'm not coming back. Um, this Politico article here, as of today? Yeah, today. Uh, it's titled, Biden admin officials see proof their hostage uh, strategy. I'm excuse me, I'm getting too hyped up. Biden admin officials see proof their strategy is working in hostage deal. One, that headline is a absolute joke because this is the same, the deal that's going through tomorrow um, is the mm -hmm. same deal that Hamas has offered on October 8th. Mm -hmm. And now that Israel is getting smoked on all fronts, um, politically, um, propaganda front and, and, and also the and actual the war front now they're like oh i guess we're gonna do a deal and and for the benefit of our audience who might not be familiar that's uh like a five day or a four day stop in five, yeah, four days. I, I think it's kind of wild like a five day stop like a five it's not a ceasefire it's like a pause Whatever. but it's like one of these things where it's like okay fine we'll stop killing each other for a couple of days and then we'll trade a couple hostages and then we'll just start killing each other again like hey actually if you stop doing that and just like don't start it back up and you can actually start moving forward but no the we, we just the killing must continue we must only have a, a, a ticking clock down that the period the, the time can be like we're not murdering palestinian children or something 
It's let so me, crazy to me. Let me read you these two paragraphs. Mm-hmm. And then uh, hopefully, because if you haven't seen this or read this or heard about it, like hopefully your head won't explode because this was written, went to an editor, then got published. And and so, and whoever's the author here, let me see if I can find the author. Um, Alexander Ward. This was as of two uh, yesterday, actually. Alexander Ward, Adam Cancreen, and Jonathan Lemire. I'm probably saying his name wrong. But um, they thought this was, like, cool and didn't raise any red flags. But I'm going to read this to you. So this is quoting a political article. Um, the Biden administration insists that Israel has an obligation to defend itself, but should minimize civilian harm in the process. Over recent weeks, the U.S., worked uh, to get 100 aid trucks a day into Gaza from Egypt and is in touch with humanitarian groups on how to further um, alleviate the suffering of Palestinians in the enclave. But the administration remains wary about Netanyahu's endgame and seeming lack of a plan for what to do once Hamas is defeated. There was no sense that the pause would turn into a lengthier ceasefire, a senior administration official said. And here we go. Hold on to your butts. There was some concern (laughs) in the administration about an unintended consequence of the pause that it would allow journalists broader access to Gaza and the opportunity to further illuminate the devastation there and turn public opinion on Israel. I'm going to read it again because just in case whoever's listening to this did not understand it, did not hear it. I want you to listen. I'm going to read it again. There was some concern in the administration about an unintended consequence of the pause that it would allow journalists broader access to Gaza and the opportunity to further illuminate the devastation there and turn public opinion on Israel. I oh, can no. say pr- without a shadow of a dart, a doubt, I've never read anything more disgusting in my life. Yeah. I'm not even uh, joking. I'm not without a, a, a no irony, no nothing. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done with America. I'm done with the U.S. This is what we stand for. This, mm-hmm. this is like something you would have read out of like Das Stormer, like some kind of like Nazi newspaper. Mm-hmm. This is this yeah. is where we're at in America. I'm done with it. Like and, so, and- don't come asking me who I'm gonna vote for. Don't come ask. I'm 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 on I'm with Cardi B. I ain't endorsing nobody. Don't ask me for a dollar. Don't ask me for nothing. I'm done with the whole enterprise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, the idea that, like, oh, no, reporters can actually see the death and destruction and hell that we've raised down upon these neighborhoods and hospitals and refugee camps and, you know, all in the name of, uh, you know, trying to take out Hamas. Like, how many people, are there even 14,000 people in Hamas? Like, there's... Uh, I mean, I'm sure there's, there 14, is. there's certainly 14,000 civilians that are dead and there might be 14,000 people in Hamas now because they have family that have been murdered by uh, bombs that have been dropped on their, you know, their family's neighborhood. And they're they're rightfully, I think, pissed off about it. So, like, I don't know. This seems to me this entire war seems to me to be something that only makes Hamas stronger and like that's not that's totally fine with Netanyahu and with the states. I just can't like I mean I say I can't believe it but it's always been there. I guess we just yeah. didn't accept it. We didn't mm-hmm. want to see it and it's just like that was horrible. written that was written and published by a human being. Mm-hmm. 
yeah. that multiple people looked at and and with no editor's note no like that's crazy that's a little bit weird don't you think that's like kind of un-american don't you think that's not our values like man let I, maybe i could write a whole maybe i could turn that whole paragraph into an editorial here at politico no you just wrote it as fact mm -hmm. as a as a matter of fact this is the way america operates this is the way things are suck it up and vote for joe biden i'm done I'm done and 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 again the 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 thing that you the thing that you mentioned i mean that was the strategy from the beginning um when like when the the, the retaliation was like ready to when when uh when israel was threatening like saber rattling and saying like we're gonna retaliate like immediately they were they the first thing that they did was they said they cut off the internet and they cut off electricity they cut off water and they basically made it impossible to get any information in or out of god that they just made it a complete black box mm -hmm. and like the, the i mean again when and then what what, what ends up happening is that the uh the health ministry in Gaza, which is always when Western press says it, uh, the Hamas controlled uh, health ministry uh, uh, in Gaza. Uh, they always make sure to say that it's Hamas controlled uh, just to try and like discredit it on his face, starts reporting like they're doing their job. They're reporting damage. And it's not, a, it's not the military wing of Hamas, that's for sure. They're the administrative bureaucrats that, that, that are in charge of health there. Um, but they'll just say like, uh, they'll basically discredit any and other, any at all, like death numbers, reporting, anything that comes out of there. But again, we're seeing time and time again the murder of journalists. I think over fifty journalists have been yes. killed they in Gaza. You. That yes. that press vest is a target. Mm -hmm. They yeah. want it. They want to take you out. And that ain't new either. I no, mean, if you that's remember, awesome. if you remember, um, Shireen Abu Abkhay, who was a, a reporter uh, in, she was an American, if mm -hmm. I'm not mistaken. Uh, she was a reporter in, I think it was the West Bank. Uh, she was shot by a, a, a IDF sniper. Uh, she was wearing a helmet. She was wearing all of her press stuff. It was very visible. Somehow they still got her, even though she had a helmet on. And uh, not only did they kill her, a reporter, like when they, when like she had her funeral, the there were settlers, Israeli settlers, who like, busted up her funeral and started like chanting and calling her all these horrible things like it was yep. that was i mean that's that's the regard for uh the press that exists not just in israel i mean by extension it, the united states thinks that cool i mean like if they're doing that stuff we still giving them billions of dollars every year i mean like that's 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 not like like at least a passive um like thumbs up or it's, it's definitely not uh hey you better stop that there's no strings attached to it like it's definitely not a deal breaker. The fact that that they're murdering journalists, that they're killing children, bombing hospitals and and refugee camps. I mean, the the, the Biden has not backed off of of, uh, of Israel's back one second for one second. I mean, I and can now, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. no. I was going to change the subject, but no, I was going to say what um, the only thing that makes any sense to me there is that maybe early they thought you know what we're gonna say uh yeah no red lines for israel you know on the uh on the front end and then on the back end we're gonna be like look y'all gotta chill out y'all gotta chill because that way because you know we're the ones funding this but no obviously that's not the case and they're trying to come at this 
this political article and other articles I've seen are trying to come at this hostage swap that's going to happen tomorrow as, oh, it's a big win for Netanyahu and somehow the Biden administration, where this was Hamas's position uh, the day after uh, September, January. I mean, uh, September 11th, the say October 8th. 7th. This was this was the original plan to release. Because mm -hmm. if you notice in the Western media, they won't say how many uh, prisoners that they won't say how many prisoners and the type of prisoners that um are going to be released from israel so there's 50 uh women and children that Hamas is holding that are going to go back to israel in exchange for 150 so it's a three to one ratio that shows you going back to the beginning of how i say israel is getting worked they're, they're they are not in an advantageous position or they would have never agreed to this uh they're getting a three for one and then just to give you an idea of like some of the you know, I'm reading off my the, the Telegram channels I'm in where they have the names already of the of some of the people that are going to get released. So this this woman uh, who let's see her name is I'm going to butcher her name. Poor woman, uh, Isra Jabis. Uh, Isra was imprisoned in 2015 after her car malfunctioning while moving malfunction while moving furniture. A propane tank exploded. You know, like the one you would get. Um, in exploded in her car, like the one you would pick up at like the grocery store, like Winn Dixie or Publix or whatever, and you know you go grill with. So, propane tank exploded, and she requested the aid of a IDF um, policeman, who refused her aid, and then she was, uh, but who arrested her, and she was falsely accused of detonating a bomb. This woman what? is horribly disfigured from that protein uh that protein from that propane tank explosion and she's been in israeli custody since 2015. uh we've got let's see here I'm trying to get to the actual like uh there's a 16 year old girl that's supposed to be released and she's accused of incitement oh no uh she was imprisoned since she was 2015 since she was 15 She's been in solitary confinement for 40 days and her, uh, Mariah Bakar, her crime is she threw a rock at an IDF tank. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. You that's, that's rocks. the level. That's what we're talking about here. So when you're like, Oh, I why did Hamas take hostages? Why did they take hostages? Because they've got thousands of people locked babies, literal babies locked up in Israel for nothing. Prayer beads. Remember, you remember the prayer beads? Like uh, no, I don't. Fourteen. Like, on, like one of the things that they would say was like Palestinians would be like you know potentially it would be throwing rocks at your shoulders. I, I mean, <laughs> I think it's probably not a good idea to do it, but I understand the sentiment because I mean these people are occupying your like where you live, your home, your neighborhood, and everybody hates you uh, that lives there that actually is from there, and uh, you know there there was like like in the some of the write-ups and some of the um some of the reporting like these terrible horrible children who are throwing rocks or ha they have prayer beads too like that's a weapon <laughs> it's it's just another way to systematically or um ethically cleanse mm -hmm. people from yeah. gaza rounding them up literally rounding them up and throwing them in jail i mean does this sound familiar like this is we've we've done this as a society before you know and i was i was leaving my house this morning and there's a copy of just mouse i look back and i see the cop copy of mouse from uh, by art spiegelman his animated um not comic. animated it's but a, his graphic novel yeah, yeah. It, it's a comic that he wrote about his dad's um his dad's time in, in a concentration camp in germany in Poland, and it's, yeah. 
this is the same thing. Like how it's, we just, and I, I really, I'll say it again. I'm sure I've said it before. I really think like generation Z because they, these, uh, generation Z kids, they did, they've done in a month with TikTok and social media, what people like us are actual, even like people who are like, this is their whole life. Their whole life is about Palestinian emancipation, but they were never able to do it until a month ago was decouple Zionism from Judaism. And they've successfully done it. And so we just have to yeah. like mentally get past like, oh, okay, these 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 poor Jews who've went through the Holocaust and that was terrible, but we just have to like mentally push back that and be like, this state, not Jews, this state of Israel is has the same guiding light that the Nazis had, and they're doing the same things, the exact yeah. same things. You're, we're and, and we're killing journalists. We're rounding up journalists. It's spreading over here to America. I know you want to talk about our new way no, 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 of atheism no. a little yeah. bit. So, I mean, like, we're just doing the same things again. And, but this time, I've never been so hopeful that, like, this is, it's almost like a, a coin pusher in an arcade. If you, you know, you put the coin in and it goes down and it pushes just, it's like, these coins have just been adding up, adding up, adding up. And now I just feel like we've never been this close to the verge of like global revolution. Well, um, just to kind of go back to, to circle back from global revolution, back to uh, the like forces that are trying to like keep the Zionism and Judaism coupled, the, A the ADL, the Anti-Defamation League has been going buck wild lately, oh, yeah. like essentially just throwing every single person, calling every, uh, calling like group, like Jonathan Greenblatt goes on uh, MSNBC and calls Jewish Voice for Peace and like, like calls them like self-aiding, basically like a Nazi organization who is mm. like JVP is like a literally Jewish led organization by um like like they're, they're it's led by jewish people who are against the occupation who want a free palestine and it's just like or at least peace in the region they don't want they right. just don't want the destruction to continue um you know what their their actual position is on a you know two state one state or whatever is like not really not really clear to me so much um and i'm sure it varies internally in the organization but like they're essentially being framed as like they're the ones doing violence or if you remember um actually um if you remember just a few weeks ago when you know the adl just signed like made up that uh from the river to the sea palestine will be free was like a yeah. genocidal um a, a genocidal like chant or whatever i mean now you see freakazoids who don't give one lick about anti-Semitism like Elon Musk like saying like I'm I'm Mr. Free Speech guy but like you know what I'm going to really crack down on genocidal rhetoric like only on from the river to the sea Palestine will be free on Twitter it's just like well that just gives you know, the game away don't doesn't it yeah. when the ADL when the ADL and, and people like them they 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 <laughs> join hands with the worst anti-Semites um, that anti-Semites mm -hmm. that you can find that gives the, that gives the game away. And I, I really, this is, this is what I mean by like a global revolution, kind of just like everybody is just kind of who's on the right side of history. We all need to talk to each other and we all need to, because if I could talk to somebody from Jewish voices for peace, I would say the first thing I would tell them is talk to, if you're feeling down, talk to black people, because as uh, black people, we've been going through this type of thing since the middle passage since slavery days mm -hmm. and what i mean by that is there's a saying in the black community where we say skin folk 
ain't necessarily your kinfolk. Mm-hmm. And that's what they, that's what these, these poor Jews are experiencing right now. They're learning that lesson that just be, just because it's skin folk, that ain't your kinfolk. They, they got other, they got other plans. But yeah, like you said, the, the worst people on earth, the Pat Hagees, who said that, you know, the, the Holocaust was a gift from God, is invited to speak at the Israeli war rally. Like, <laughs> they're giving the game away themselves. It's, it's, un, it's unbelievable. You know, it's and, shocking. And, yeah, and you look at like, a, to go back to the skin folk, ain't your kin folk, you, you know, you give one of these people a stage, they love to perform. You got Van Jones up there getting booed by just saying, maybe we shouldn't kill everybody. Why were you even there in the first place? I know why you were there. I know why you were there. And that's something for a topic. That's a conversation that we talk about off the thing. But again, you give them a stage, they'll get up there and perform for you. These these people, they never change. So you got to wow. you know separate the wheat from the chaff, find out who your real allies are, and work with them. Yeah. Well. Uh, that's a good place to leave it. Um, but yeah, that that is, but that is like the new McCarthyism coming through. That is, um, you know, it's 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 really like horrifying to see. I mean, I've got I got messages from people that I know, uh, like texting me saying like, because I posted when I went to the Palestine rally not long ago, I posted like pictures and videos of it with from the river to the sea palestine will be free and like somebody who i had to talk to in years like texts me and is like you know that's uh anti-semitic uh, or it's uh, like uh. genocidal i was like i don't agree i was nice about it I like i don't agree right. and like here's some information if you want to talk about it that's cool also how you been doing you're like just trying to kind of like right. diverge from the conversation but it's like it's really it really is frustrating that like like i don't know if this person actually believes that or if they somebody told them or pressure them to do it or 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 whatever but like the fact that there's like these huge organizations that are getting that information out there and making it seem legitimate and then you have platforms like twitter um who are essentially policing around this bs and then 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 you have what happened just this week and this is like probably the least of the problem but you see that it's like it, it is it definitely reminds you of some mccarthyism stuff um, is Susan Sarandon's right. agent like dropped her because she said from the river to the sea Palestine would be free and um, the one of the women uh, the the screen the woman from Scream I don't know her name but uh, um, she posted a meme that was essentially the same thing and like she basically got pulled from that movie which by the way I don't know man if the horror fans like that person. They're probably not going to go see your movie. <laughs> They're probably going to tank the next screen movie. So, I mean, I mean good job on that one. Yeah, I would. I would definitely hope that hope they will. Uh, boycotts mm-hmm. do work uh, when they're targeted. All right. Well, thanks, Robert. Uh, great talking to you again. We gotta. Uh, we gotta actually link up when we're actually both in town at the same time. But uh, good. Good talking with you again. We'll have the. We'll um have you back on next week and uh, right. do it again. Thanks to everybody listening. This has been Good Morning Comrade. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye. You are listening to WHIVLP New Orleans 102.3.